this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Hungry. Eat. Butt. Butt. Eat butt. <laughs> Subway. <laughs> Eat fresh. <laughs> After wandering the Spellscar Desert and making a friend. You were walking through the Spellscar Desert, seeing the sights. You also, uh, when you started to go into Tentacle Canyon itself, found a little source of fresh water and a, and a place in the shade. And you were met by Squidward. I mean... This delightful little alien being. I was delightful. Who you have taken to naming Squid. <laughs> the outlaw's new friend seems more interested in lunch. Hungry, it says. Squid, no! No, eat! Friend, not food! Hungry! Friend, not food! He just looks at you perplexed. No, Hungry. eat food! No, eat Chester! Hungry! No, eat, eat Chester. Chester! No! Chester food! No, eat Chester! Chester, not food! Chester, not food! And the main course isn't going down without a fight. Uh, why don't we roll initiative? Oh, Jesus gracious. Oh, no. It rolled a natural 20? It did. Stop! Fuck! I don't make the rules the machine does. It's about to get messy. Can someone summon animals? Can we summon him a dog to eat or something? Evilest thing. (laughs) To feed? It's nature, Derek. Now. There's a, a little bit of a untrue idea going around about me that I hate homebrew. I do not hate homebrew. I think that homebrew in 5e is usually pretty good. Because mm. 5e does not have a wad of rules that you can fuck up if you homebrew. Yeah. Nor is it like precariously balanced that you can fuck up if you homebrew. Pathfinder and Pathfinder 2nd Edition... It's so easy to mess those up. It doesn't help that Pathfinder First Edition also it's, it's, has balance issues. Yeah, it's it's kind of held together by Seriously. duct tape and super glue. Yeah. Welcome to a new mini series on Third Gallon Banter. It's called Hot Takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's about homebrew. I agree yes. completely. Um, and I think before we get into this absolute just trashing on some homebrew, mm-hmm. <laughs> we should clarify that I, I've seen a lot of misunderstanding in the discourse of the, about this online. Um, I think whenever people from the 5e camp who mainly play yeah. that or maybe have only played that mm-hmm. see people saying like, your GM shouldn't have to do this. Don't You shouldn't homebrew if you don't have to. Let, trust the system. Yeah. They say that's stupid. 5e doesn't have much of a system. GMs are good at homebrewing. Homebrew is part of the game. And they're right. Yes, but Pathfinder, this is not 5e. Pathfinder 2nd edition players, and also to a lesser degree, 1st edition players see that and be like, what are you talking about? If you mess with the system, you'll break its good balance. You don't need to do it. There's a subsystem for everything. Customize, sure, but like homebrew feels mm-hmm. unnecessary. And they're also right. So yes. they can see the same thing and both say things that are true, but be a not able to understand each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I say this as someone who has um, GM'd 5e, not as much as I've done Pathfinder, but GM'd a lot of Pathfinder and some a decent amount of 5e. And I can definitely get it because 5e has nothing for you as a GM. Yes. The pre-made adventures, a lot of like esoteric rulings, 
that does not exist in 5e. You have to come up with that on the spot, kind of. It blew my mind as a Pathfinder GM that there wasn't a simple gold value to assign to magic items so that they could be bought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. flabbergasted me. Mm-hmm. Or that the crafting rules for magic items were so nebulous. <laughs> Are there? There's like rough guidelines, like everything oh. of 5e. It's a rough guideline, mm-hmm. and the GM's guide basically says, make it up. Versus at the time I was coming off Pathfinder First Edition, where there is a whole huge system. Like every magic item has in its stat block the stuff that you need to make it the spells, yeah. the gold value, the components. It tells you everything. There's a baked in economy. And I just, I took that for granted yeah. because it was also in D&D 3.5, if I remember right. Yeah. So there were very, there were very specific rules on crafting in Pathfinder 1E. Yeah. Because uh, one of, one of the backup, no, no, one of the characters that was introduced that, to be used as a backup character was also used in the party's camp to make magic items. And because there were rules for that, yep. it was not difficult. And in my opinion, now this is someone who's also looked at a lot, it wasn't even all that hard to understand. Complicated, sure, but once you actually looked at it, it wasn't that hard to do. And, it, and even then, like, this, this is, again, the difference between 5e perspective yes. and Pathfinder perspective. If you didn't like the system, you could take it and customize it or yeah. just not use that part of it. I... I cannot understand, and this is part of the also the hot take against homebrew, why people get upset coming from 5e to a game like Pathfinder that there is a system for everything. Like, it's free. You don't have to use it. Mm-hmm. Probably should because someone's thought about it a decent amount, usually. Maybe not every time, but like someone's designed this. You don't have to use it if you don't want to. Like, I could see someone not liking the way chase mechanics works in 2E. Yeah. It can be a little hard. Maybe they mm-hmm. want to, but like, it's better to have something that you can start from and adjust than just have to completely make it up. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. That being said, I think homebrew is great. Oh, absolutely. I have enjoyed every 5E homebrew campaign that I have been in. I've enjoyed Pathfinder homebrew campaigns that I've been in. I've enjoyed pathfinder pre-written adventures that i've been in i was in a 5e pre-written adventure and i enjoyed it because i enjoy my friends yeah are we talking about tomb of annihilation we are talking about tomb of annihilation it was not set up great it feels like it should not have been in 5e i my my, i think it was the wrong system my idea for tomb of annihilation is if it weren't for the hex mechanics I would have liked a lot more because everything. Bo- yeah, I, oh, I say this, but it also halfway is the same for Forbidden Lands, where everything boiled down to a survival role. Sure, it's just Forbidden mm-hmm. Lands is built for it. Yeah, well, whereas this is, this is going to lead into my other part of this hot take, where in the five E community, there's this problem. At least to me, it seems like an issue where if let's say we all play five E and we want to do a new thing where we're playing in like a modern setting or let's use a more specific example because of what we're doing. We want to do cyberpunk. We want to do a hex crawl. We want to do a hex crawl in 5e and that's easier. You can easily homebrew that into 5e and that's kind of what Tomb of Annihilation did, right? Um, and but it it's more fine. It's more egregious when but you it break great. setting into like modern or cyberpunk or sci-fi and the 5e community tends to say like well i'll just spend a month homebrewing 5e into doing this instead of spending two weeks reading a very cheap rule book for a game that's made to do this and like yeah. Yeah. the example that we that 
that really solidified that opinion for me is Forbidden Lands because I ran Tomb of Annihilation, which is a hex crawl, and the hex crawl in it was terrible. <laughs> and like you could homebrew it to be better, and I had to. I had to make it be a week per week thing instead of a day by day thing because it was terrible. Yeah. And then I played Forbidden Lands, which only took me what? a week or two to learn it was not hard it was to very learn very easy <laughs> but and not easy because the rules were bad no just easy it was because they yeah. were good it was so easy and then when we played a hex crawl in forbidden lands it made sense mm -hmm. there's yes everything kind of does boil down to survival checks but it's structured you have the quarter days you have the actions you can take in them so like yeah one or two people need to be okay at survival for you to not have mishaps all the time or you just need to be okay with the fact that you're gonna break your ankles yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the thing i feel like people who are especially newer to ttrpgs and to them that 5e mm -hmm. and D is the hobby yeah it's I really just that's part of why I want this show to do is kind of break people out of that and to view things like this is a game Pathfinder D&D &D, they're both good at similar things but they're games mm -hmm. and they're targeted at that if we tried to take even a game I really like Pathfinder second edition and shove it into like homebrewed into the modern age it would fall apart I am gonna say something if it already exists you don't need to remake it yeah, yeah. so your system does not need to be in 5e if it's already in another game that you are able to learn. And I believe in you. You can learn this. But your world, that doesn't already exist. You can make that in 5e and it will be beautiful and brilliant because you are beautiful and brilliant and I believe in you. Yeah, and also, like, if you just want to do it for shits and giggles, if you want to homebrew, like, 5e into whatever setting that it really doesn't fit in just because you like hacking it, that's cool. That's different. This is more... My hot take is more against the people who seem to refuse to learn or acknowledge any other TTRPG system. Yeah, it's it it's okay to learn a new game. It's really not it's that hard. Fun. It can be intimidating at first, but but it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's, I, I think I'm so I'm not multilingual, but what I've heard from people who are is once you learn the first like second language, the rest of them are a lot easier to come th by, mm -hmm. depending on the language, of course. But mm -hmm. like with TTRPGs. Once I learned my first non D twenty one, like one because D and D three five and Pathfinder very similar. Yeah, very mm -hmm. similar. And five E was very easy to pick up. But once I learned like Forbidden Lands, picking up I like learning a new way of playing a TTRPG for the first time was a little work, but it took like two weeks. Yeah. It was not that hard. And then going from that and learning The Witcher also only took like two weeks. Yeah. You have to find the right supporting materials, but it's mm -hmm. really not hard to learn a new game. Um, Don't limit yourself. Yeah. And like the thing is, it's much more fun in my experience so far to play a game that is designed to do the thing you want to do and mm -hmm. maybe slightly tweak it to fit your vision than it is to upend a game that doesn't really do that, but you already know and make it do it. Because then it's like, you have to learn game design and you have to fight with what the game was intended to do. Mm -hmm. One example is any kind of typical fantasy D20 game, so Pathfinder D&D, doesn't do guns right. The closest they've come is Pathfinder yeah. First Edition. I, I tell you, that was, that's what makes me intrigued <laughs> about a thing that's come out recently, a hack for 2E, by the guy who helped make 2E called Hope Finder, right. which is a modern-day zombie survival 
version of second edition. You only go up to level five. I want to read it. And I want to find out how they do guns because like short sure, zombie apocalypse, but there's going to be guns. Right. So how do they do the modern age version of guns? And I'm actually very intrigued to see how they do that because a gun should be able to absolutely destroy anyone it shoots at. <laughs> yeah. It is a gun, the great <laughs> equalizer. And that's what, like, I'm, that, that does interest me, but like, that's different. That's not coming from a small group. Like, some of the horror stories I've heard is, like, there was a guy at work who was in a group, and he was, his friend was homebrewing Pathfinder First Edition into a superhero game uh-huh. and spent mm. months on it. Uh. And it had variable amounts of success versus Jason Bullman, oh, yeah. one of the lead designers of Pathfinder, trying to do a hack of it in a modern in a post-apocalyptic thing. I'm more interested in that. That might actually work. Um, again, like if you're out there homebrewing for shits and giggles because you like tinkering with game systems, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But like if you're doing it to avoid learning a new system, I think you should really reconsider because non mainline games are not that expensive because you can get PDFs of them very cheap and most of them want to be very easily understood. Like yeah. Forbidden Lands was very easy mm-hmm. to read and get and into. Listen, here, here's the hint. If you want to try a different game system and you like to homebrew, I know you might not like hearing it, but like when you go to a new system for the first time, try some pre-written content. That way you know you have examples of how it works and you can know you're learning the game right. Uh, and then homebrew to your heart's content. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like, I would always suggest playing a game the way it's meant to be played first. That way you have a better grasp of the system. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the 5e people who came over to 2e during the whole Wizards of the Coast madness that happened at the beginning of this year don't understand that you really don't have to homebrew by default. Yeah. And you really should... The, the game by default yeah. has a lot to offer. And I mean, even just picking up the GM's guide, all the alternate rules and and systems in there, like really help a lot. And it's not a lot more to add on to your game. Like we use free archetype and it's yeah. our first time playing because it helps with a three person party, right? Um, it's really not a lot to learn. And especially when you're starting at like level one and you can start at level one and PF2E, it's easy to learn the game by default. <laughs> People are going to have differing opinions about homebrew. Listen, homebrew it's, good. It's not an insult against liking homebrew if somebody does not like it. I think part of the reason that we're wary is because uh, we have semi-traumatic memories of playing in homebrewed things where the balance was not considered well. Well, there was a whoopsie. And there are player imbalances. And that's not fun for everybody. Because the thing is that people like... A lot of people think about homebrew as like, can I make this happen in a game versus does this fit right in or the game, right? it's the can versus should argument. Right, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, and so you can like figure out how to put something in the game, but does it fit the game's like design and balance and everything? Does it make one player stronger than another, like objectively? Mm-hmm. Does it overrule something in the game to make it like objectively worse, right? And we don't always think about that at the beginning. Yep, Whenever I homebrewed the Witcher class into Pathfinder first edition, it, it took a long so time. Long. So long. And most of the mechanics are pulled from other classes. Yeah. So it fits in. Uh, I had to really understand the game design behind Pathfinder first edition, which is, again, held together with duct tape and glue. Um, yeah. 
And a couple of popsicle sticks. Like one mm-hmm. thing, one thing I had to do is I made a bunch of characters of all different classes to figure out damage output by level because it's not in in two e. It's very helpful. You have that like as a table. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And so I would calculate for like signs, uh, for Witcher signs. Like, well, if I'm a fifth first level wizard, I have this spell. This can't be better than a first level wizard spell, right? It has, if, if it is, I have a martial character that can hit hard and out damage this wizard spell with my sign. That's yeah. wrong. You know, it needs to be weak and then it has to scale, but always be a little bit behind. Like you have to think about these kind of things. And I feel like a lot of people take the simulationist approach first and figure out how can I make this happen in, in a way that uses D&D or Pathfinder mechanics. And that's, that's work, but it's not too hard to do, right? But a lot of times you don't consider the broader game design aspect of how does this fit into the broader picture of the game? Am I invalidating something? Am I making this better for someone else? Right. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Um, and that takes a level of system mastery. And so that's why I think some of us as Pathfinder players could hear people in 5e want to homebrew like 2e off the bat. And we're like, very well balanced, guys. Yeah. You don't have to if you if you start futzing with it, you can throw it off. Experience the game then homebrew yes and maybe this is not as much fun as you know building your own monster from the ground up but at least in first edition there is a monster for every type of of thing that you want to throw at your party just reflavor them that's it's fine you you were very frustrated with that one um gm i don't know how much you want to get into that too recent too recent (laughs) yeah i i definitely tried to say hey there are official monsters for Pathfinder that fill in exactly what you want. You just need to reflavor it. I think what got me about that particular incident was uh, this this game master would like to just kind of hand wave spell effects for like important NPCs or whatever. Whenever there would be like a analog for it in the system. Yes. One Google search away. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Google is a great tool. Google yeah. is a wonderful. Archives of Nethys, if you're trying to do Everything stuff is free. for 2E. So Fantastic. free. Yeah. Oh, so good. And like, also, I know that not all the TTRPG community online can be great, but like the subreddits that I've been on, if you ask them, hey, I'm trying to do this, is especially in first edition, they're like, is there a spell that does this? Someone will know. That game's been out since what, 2007? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Somebody's going to have asked that question before, so there's probably an answer out there. If you can't find it just by searching, you can probably ask someone yep. on a subreddit and they will point you in the right direction. Uh, like, I wanted to figure out how to make a, like, magus that shot spells out of a gun, and I got, like, five different ways to do it. Yeah, well, uh, and then we ended up using the one that I recommended. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why don't you use this? Oh. Oh. Theory yeah. crafting is very fun and they like to help. Mm-hmm. They've got nothing better to do. Yeah. Same. <laughs> they live for it. Same. <laughs> yeah, same. I would also add, maybe off topic, learning a new system and how that works can sometimes make you a better player in another system you mm-hmm. already know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and can help you with your table rules that makes the game suit you better. I don't know if I'd go so far as calling it homebrew, but everybody has like their own little table rules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've had to kind of understand is that when I'm saying things like this, I'm speaking to the like 
hobbyist, very invested in tabletop RPG crowd, mm-hmm. not the casual gamer. Because if you play casually, Casuals. you play like maybe once a month with your friends, you don't run games, right? This isn't for you. You're just playing, you know, to you, mm-hmm. D&D is the only thing that exists. But if you're the GM, if this is like your hobby. It should be more than just D&D or even more than D&D and Pathfinder. Like you should look at it as games or movies there's more than just one game franchise or one movie franchise there's lots of them and they do different things differently oh listen. boy are we gonna start talking about marvel listen <sighs> if you don't take tabletop rpgs seriously we're joking this is we're joking you. okay we're joking we're joking <laughs> we're, gonna gatekeep we're joking, we're joking. RPGs. <laughs> joke please r slash sarcasm <laughs> oh yeah that being said you don't have to listen to us. That's right. Yeah, you don't have to We're going to tell you what to four do. people sitting at a table. We, talking to each other. <laughs> we have, and we get you to listen to us. We just play games. We're just little... Just, We're just, just little, little guys. guys. We're just silly little guys. We're just silly little guys. Oh. We make jokes. Pee-pee-poo-poo. raised before. Oh, my God. The star stone was raised. <laughs> the Mr. King's next to get We're homebrewing. Scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable homebrew wasteland. From the glowing ashes of Hostwira arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of pre-written content and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. Are you starting to get ideas? Because he said glowing ashes of Hostwira. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the homebrew. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the home brewers that cast them. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe, on the edge maybe, of the maybe, maybe we shouldn't do this. They, maybe this is a little bit too much. Outlaws of Alkenstar. Maybe, maybe that just fit, a little bit too much. That fit great. No, keep it. We're just having fun. Listen, we're just little guys, remember? Just silly little guys. All right. Well, I don't want to fight him. <laughs> Can we? All right, let's go. Friends. Yeah, well, when we last left, I'm you guys, trying to kill Squid. Friend, no. friend, friend, friend. The no <laughs> eat friends. When we last left you guys, you had met a delightful little alien. Uh, do you know who his name is in the book? Squid. So he doesn't have a name in the book. He, if it, the book just calls him I, like capital I, capital I. Oh. I love it. Uh, because he a has narcissist. no sense of self-like name or anything. He's an alien. But we named him Squid. You did name him Squid. Uh, you had, basically what had happened is you came out of the Mana Storm. The, the second kiss was a little worse for the wear. It was having some engine troubles uh, from the stress of the storm. The hull was also kind of torn up from the Manticore just going to town. But the ship was not broken. It did not uh, hit its uh, break threshold. Uh and you were able to land it successfully. Uh, and well, Farrah Winslow. Well, Farrah Winslow. We everybody. Wrote. Everybody. Yeah. Dr. Farrah Winslow. <laughs> Farrah Winslow was able to, to take it down and land it and uh, started some repairs. Uh, but you guys decided uh, it would be better if you went ahead and went straight towards the Cradle of Quartz anyway. Um, because if you're trying to get there quickly, you don't really have time to wait a couple days to fix up the airship. Yeah. And on your way, you were walking through the Spellscar Desert, seeing the sights. Um, you were also you also uh, when you started to go into Tentacle Canyon itself, found a little source of fresh water and a, and a place in the shade, and you were met by Squidward. I mean, this delightful little alien being I. was delightful. Who you have taken to naming I? Uh, no, no, we named, we named him Squid. 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 My bad, I'm sorry, I can't read. You have taken to <laughs> naming Squid, uh, and he or they really. Uh, 
He's like just a guy. Just He's lear- just a little guy. Some words from you. I actually have some notes from last uh, last week. <laughs> uh-huh. My notes for whenever you met uh, I. Or, uh, it says party meets I, and then all these are sub points under that. Stand! Exclamation point. But! But! Exclamation point. Walk! Exclamation point. Leg! Exclamation point. And then mousetrap and hungry. Aww. We need to. Can someone summon animals? Can we summon him a dog to eat or something? I That's cannot horrible. summon anything but stab. Summoning um, some creatures just to kill them is this. Evilest thing <laughs> to feed its nature, Derek. Oh, Come yes, to this celestial being now be fed to this. De- <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, why is it any different than summoning to fight and die? Yeah, I, I feel I don't mm. get consumed, like, but really, why is it any different than summoning oh, it, a celestial is it bear? I said because dog, to die I'll summon a fight. chicken instead. Oh, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. You summoned a dog. I was like, come on. No, we can't kill dogs. Dog. Well, dog is big. Okay, I'll summon a pig. They're just as smart. Uh, but anyway, yeah, whenever... Yeah, but they're <laughs> gross. Whenever uh, you guys were interacting with it, you traded uh, a game of mouse trap <laughs> for a magical helmet that has guns on it. I have a question. Yes. Do you need to attune to that? Uh, that is, is a attuning a thing? Uh, it, it, it it, is. I had to check it on in uh, Hero Lab, so I believe it is attuned. So I will uncheck that then. Unless I had time to attune to it. I don't think you did. Yeah, I believe this is something you have to attune to. Quick question. If Chester's wearing this, does he wear his cowboy hat right on top of it? Yes. The gun barrels. Like with all the gun barrels poking out of the cowboy hat? Yes. That's brilliant. That is, I love okay, that. this Thank is you. my mental image exactly now. Exactly what I was intending. So Thank you. This is this is great. So for those listening at home, when we say attuned, uh, this magic item has the invested trait. Uh, a character can only wear 10 magic items that have the invested trait. Uh, none of the magical effects uh, from the item apply if the character hasn't invested in it, which is the same thing as attuning. Nor can it be activated that uh, the character could still gain any normal benefits from wearing the item like physically like keeping rain off your head or whatever um oh you know what i did double check it you invest your energy in an item with the investor trait uh as you don it this process requires one or more interact actions usually taking the same amount of time as it takes to don the item oh then you could if you want to uh, attune quote quote to it you should shoot him with the hat well if i did that i would shoot all of you as well and we could get away I don't have to get in Chester, melee. Unless he gets grappled by this thing, Chester's booking it. Okay. He's going to be like, no, no eat friend and run. Speaking of which, why don't we all go to I a already map. rolled initiative. I got a 24. Oh, I could have done better. I'm not rolling. I'll take you to the map oh. here real quick. Yay. After take you, squid. Map. I don't own any tokens with vision in this scene. Are you about to? I hurt my throat. <laughs> you about to. No. Oh, that's actually a really beautiful map. Oh, I love the map. You just, and don't forget Usuvu. I know. Do you? I do. Yes. Do you Usuvu? I Usuvu. Usuvu. do? Usuvu. Uh, if you would place uh, yourselves the strategically, Liz uh, rent free. I will just say, Chester, you are right don't, next to this, in this guy. Podcast. It don't, it don't have to be, Derek. It don't have to be like this. To be fair, I did say that I was like interjecting myself. Oh, that was like at first though. Yeah. Like so at I'd this just point, be up there. We've played mousetrap with it and all that. I mean, if that's the case, shouldn't we be like all near it? Chester's near it. 
Uh, I mean, you've played it. You may have stood up and gone away. You can place yourself where you ever you Usuvu, like. I would say, here. doesn't have to be near it because she was freaked out by it. Yeah. The other thing fucking I'm a sucks. little fervor away, but... Fucking sucks. Sorry. Did you just teach this thing to curse, Usuvu? <laughs> We're about to kill it. Fuck. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, no. it got hungry oh, uh, and it went to bite Chester because Chester just looks like a tasty snack. And you know what? He's just a little guy. He don't know any better. Uh, why don't we roll initiative? Okay. I chose not to. You will be taking after you. Williams. Usuvu. Williams. Chester Williams. 25. Could have been knows. better. I saw what the thing Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Goodness gracious. Oh, no. It rolled a natural 20? It did. Stop! Fuck! I don't make the rules the machine does. <laughs> I roll on foundry, bitch. You're not the god here, <laughs> the machine is. Sykir, what you get for initiative, Williams? 24. 24. Jeez! Its perception is so much higher than any of ours. Hungry, it says. Top of round one is going to be its turn. No, no. no you have no, a ration no. outstanded. It ignores it and is going to. Uh, Squid, no! It's going to hurt you. No, eat! Friend, not food! Hungry! Friend, not food! He just looks at you perplexed. No, Hungry. eat food! No, eat Chester! Hungry! No, eat, eat Chester. Chester! No! Chester food! No, eat Chester! Chester, not food! Let's see what I want to do here. Chester, not food! Why use many word when few word do trick? Oh, Chester, gonna hate me, Williams. I already do. I already oh, no. do. Oh, no. Chester's gonna hate me, Williams. I do. I'm gonna spend two actions to do an activity called writhing arms. Oh, that's instead disgusting. Instead of fighting you with the beak, he's like, food. <laughs> Not food. Oh, no. oh, Jesus, I hate that. What's 12 it? on the die. What's it do? Uh, so I'm gonna make a couple attacks here. So low. Uh-oh. Uh, that's gonna be a, a, a 28 Williams. 28? Yeah. Okay, it's a hit. Okay, regular hit? Regular hit. All right, you are gonna take... <sighs> he was my... F- 19 Not your points friend of damage. anymore. <gasps> he was my friend. Uh, I loved him. You, you were what? my friend! I take you it back. My... I really don't have to use writhing arms, I realized. But you... You did already. You already did. Writhing arms lets me make four strikes if I want to. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to do you a favor and only make one. I appreciate that. And I'm going to spend my next action to grab. Uh, I don't appreciate... I don't like... So is that still 19 damage? Yeah. You're now grabbed. You can do four strikes like that? Yeah. Hungry. Hungry. No, eat. (laughs) Eat. Butt. Butt. Eat butt. (laughs) Subway. (laughs) Eat fresh. Eef-eef. All right, so you are now grabbed. I have God one action it. left. And I'm going to spend my last action to squeeze. Oh, do you mean constrict? I do. Make Don't. a fortitude save. I believe in you, Dice. 21. 21. That is going to be a fail. You'll take 15 points of bludgeoning damage as it squeezes you. Goof. Pulverize. Tasty. Who taught you pulverize? Word. Word. Uh, okay. No, eat. That's going to be its turn. I could have made that a lot worse for you, but I really just want to grab you and eat you like a tasty snack. Oh. Uh, Chester, it's your turn. Williams. Oh. oh, thank you. You know what his initiative is? What? 39. Yeah, I yeah, saw. I saw. Mm-hmm. A natural 20. Natural 20, baby. Baby. Wait, give me a second. Um, 
just so everyone knows, when you're grabbed, you're immobilized and flat-footed. All right, come on, Chester. Chester's going to devise a stratagem. Okay. I'm going to do a knowledge check at the same time, so you make you lose something about it. You cult, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you roll a 20. 10. 10. On the die. No. Uh, for a 22 for knowledge check. As a critical failure. <laughs> You know that this is uh, a uh, being. It's a squid. squid. This is squid. No, this is a sentient squid being of the planet Uggathoth, traveled from beyond the stars. Chester knows what he's. Traveled beyond the stars actually sounds true, though. (laughs) Wonder what happened. He's from (laughs) Uggathoth! You read about it in a comic book. I read it in a comic! Who knew He's going to squish your guts and suck your soul. <laughs> That's exactly what he'll do. Let me turn on my devised stratagem so I can see what I get with it. It's plus. Just throw a bomb at it. Stop. Stop it. Hang on. His name is Chargar Gothicon, the beast that hath no name. I don't get it. Bottle cap? It, it's Mr. Incorporated. Yeah. Scooby-Doo. Chargar Gothicon, a name, the beast who has no name. Is Mr. So they're naming the beast that has no name. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, the Shrieking Madness. You know, the, the famous story by... H.P. Hatecraft. H.P. Hatecraft. <laughs> I love Mystery Incorporated God. so much. We just watched that. Mm-hmm. It's been a little while for us. You should watch it again. I I'd be down. Am going to use my devise a stratagem to try and shove this creature. Uh, okay. Fifteen on the die for twenty nine. And this is against my. I believe shove is fortitude, but let me double check. It could be F, 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 reflex. Uh, you attempted against my fortitude DC. What was your result again? 29. 29. That's a success. How far can you shove? Five foot. Uh, okay. But when I shove it, I don't go with it. Sure. You shove it five feet. You are still grabbed. It has reach. Oh. Okay. So let me remind you. We need to figure this out because this is important. <laughs> In one E. Yes. If a creature was not beside you, it was not grabbed. No matter how long your arms were, it had to be located right beside you. Is it like that in 2E? You said 29, right? I will let you break it, not because of adjacency rules, but because the escape action would be against this athletics DC, and a 29 is higher than that. Good. And Chester's going to go, Squid! No eat friends. One, two, three, four. <laughs> He's running across the map. And Chester runs away to the left. So he devise a stratagem, shove. shove, and run. No eat friends. <laughs> friend, not food. Uh, Chester is friend, not food. Friend, food, same. No. Uh, no, uh, not same. Next in the order is going to be Saikia, the Observer. I'm going to cast blindness on him. Oh, no. Uh, okay, so what kind of save is that going to be? Fortitude. Fortitude, you say? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to roll this in Foundry for you guys. Let's see what we get. 25. So he is blind until the next turn begins. Okay, so it is regular success then. Yes. I like that for blindness in 2E. Regular, because in 1E, I think it's just binary. Save or suck. Yeah, save or suck. And in 2E, something still happens. For the most part, yeah. But it's not nearly as bad as it would be if I failed. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay, so that's two actions from you. Also, I need you to roll your flat check. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'm remembered. Oh, it's out, out of the box. box. Oh, thank God. Oh, What'd you it roll? was the same thing. I rolled a natural one twice. Oh, oh no. My God. All right. It's been go. a while. It's been a while. Uh, eight. Eight on the die. Mm-hmm. Pull out the table. My book here. So uh, you hook it. <laughs> Oppressive voice which has the divination, mental, and non-lethal traits. The voice of your muse, your deity, an ancestor, or another appropriate entity suddenly overwhelms your mind. You must attempt a will-saving throw. Uh, you take 1d4 mental damage per spell level with a basic uh, will Ooh. save. Uh, da, Damn. Da, da, da. On a failure, you are also uh, stunned 1 and stunned 2 on a critical failure. So make me a will-saving throw against your oh, DC. No. I'm going to use hero points. Okay, that was a natural two. Yeah. Oh, hey, much better. Okay, success. Natty so, 19. I'm going to say your highest spell level is three, right? Yes. You are going to take, uh, I rolled five, so half of five Oh, is... wait, hang on. I have that thing that lets me roll twice on the table, remember? Cat slug. Uh, oh, yeah, you do. Uh, or no, that's different. That's a seven. This is uh, one of their things. Okay, so you can choose the oppressive voice. Uh, or Tremor. The earth trembles in a 40-foot emanation. Each creature on surface must succeed a fortitude save or fall prone. Uh, the surface uh, then becomes difficult terrain for one minute. 40 feet. Oof. Damn. Oof. That would get Oof. almost everybody, even Chester, who just ran away like a tiny little coward man. I want to kill my friend. <laughs> I played uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the oppressive voice. Okay, so you hear some sort of voice in your head, and you're going to take half of five, which is going to be two damage for you. Um, mental damage. So this um, is just like psychic damage? Yeah. Okay, one, two. There uh, we go. Uh, but you made your saving throws, so you're not stunned, which is kind of the most important part of it. Uh -huh. So not too bad. You just have some voice in your head from one of your, either like an ancestor or maybe Bri... <laughs> herself just speaking into your head it's it's the it's the heinous clicking of the metal cthulhu ah beautiful uh okay so, so you have cast your spell we did your flat check you still have an action left i thought that i was right next to him did i move no you didn't chester shoved him yeah I oh, shoved okay him. well that makes things bad for me but okay <laughs> chester's trying to get the fuck away <laughs> <laughs> no eat eatn't all right, I'm gonna get right there. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna back it up, you know. Back it up. Is that the end of Psychir's turn? That's the end of Psychir's turn. Before the next person goes, I've done some reading. Uh huh. By the rules of the game, if it has the reach, I don't believe Chester would be let go unless you want to keep your ruling since things were up in the air. Hand off the chess piece. All right. We'll keep that in mind next time. It would be different if I, sh if somebody shoved me. Yeah. No matter how far away, I would be free. Honestly, That's part of the rules. But you could have just rolled one of your skills for escape and yeah. gotten out anyway, so it's not a big deal. It would have been a lower check. But you could have devised a stratagem to athletics and escape. Oh, so you can athletics to escape? Yeah. I thought it was acrobat. Okay, then fine. Cool. We're yeah. good. So it doesn't really matter anyway. Plus, hand off the chest piece. It That's plays right. out well. Yeah. All right, so next in order is going to be a Suvu, since uh, Eleanor is after Ewing. Uh, Asuvu is going to spin an action to draw her hand crossbow, and she's going to spin another action. Actually, you know what? Mm. Yeah, she can do one action trick attack, which will also draw the hand crossbow. Nice! Second action attack uh, squid uh, with the hand crossbow. 
Uh, that is going to be a, a miss, miss, unfortunately. Yeah. That's a 22 total that missed. Yeah, it was a 7 on the on die. The di- or 7 on the die, plus 15, my bad. Uh, okay, and then she's going to spend her last action to reload. Uh, unfortunately, she's a little bit lower level than you guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a 7 on the die is going to miss anyway. Yeah, okay. Typically. That's the Suver's turn. Last, but by no means least, Eleanor... You may start your turn with panache. Because yeah. she's last, she's the most. Panache. I have the most panached. All right, I have panache. Whoop. I can't believe if I'm imagining in this scenario, Chester's stupid helmet on his head now. <laughs> with, that, with his cowboy <laughs> hat on top <laughs> of it. I know it makes more sense for Eleanor with being in melee, but I feel like I feel like this is one of those items that has a cool effect. But the uh, it's one of those like video game items that just looks so ridiculous. Uh huh. Yeah. That like not everyone can just bring themselves to use Listen, it. I'm this is the pl- onion armor. Chester yeah. doesn't play fashion souls. He plays dark souls. Okay. That's mm. fair. So um, Eleanor has panache. She's going to attempt to tumble through. Okay. Eleanor does not care that I was once friend. Friend quote, tried to eat Chester. That's a good point. Squid, take mousetrap and run. Um, so, uh, that is a 29. Oh! Uh, is this tumbling through? To tumble through. That oh, will okay. succeed. And I'm gonna block its path from getting to, to my die. friends. I know, but he's just a hungry, he, he's just hungry. Sorry, but Eleanor doesn't he's take like an prisoners. Animal. He's gonna get a he's gonna get a healthy servant a whoop ass. He's like a, yep. a decently that was smart one action. pet large cat. And action number two is to attack with my um, precise strike finisher. Okay. And I'm flat footed. Nanny nineteen. Oh baby, oh, you are flat footed by the way because I success. I had a success. Oh no. So that nanny nineteen. Uh oh. I feel like no. you should be flat footed if you're blind. Give uh, me a 24. But he's flat-footed because I successfully tumbled well, through. Yeah, either yeah. way. Yeah. Blind actually doesn't impose any penalties like that. It just means I can't see stuff. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't know anyone's near it, me. It, by the way, it's going to be a 34. Oh. That's a critical hit. Squid! <laughs> Squid's going down. You're going just down a like a two guy. Pit, Like a All right, so let's pack of see. I will not <laughs> gimp myself. I have 3d6 of critical. I have 3d6 of um, precise damage, so two d six on my rapier, and not forgetting it, my deadly d eight. So wait, is but it? That's, hold on, but that doesn't time. get doubled. How much is your rapier's base the damage? Rapier's two d six. Two. The um, bonus damage. Bonus damage for panache finishers three d six. Five. Five. Six. Yeah. And then your extra d eight after you double it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. doing. I did the math right. I just wanted to see it. All right, all right, all right. Let me get a better one. Yeah, we go. All right. Chester dies. Can I play a squid? Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't think Chester's going to die. Oh, no. I rolled five, oh. five, five, five no. four, three. No. So that is 15 squid. plus seven is 22. Plus two, 24. Times and two. then double it is for 48 plus the deadly D8, <laughs> which got oh three. So that is 51 damage. <laughs> is he dead? No, he's okay. not dead. He has a decent amount of hit points, but he is very hurt. Squid run! Or he took a he took a big old hit. 
Uh, let's see. Eleanor does not like that it tried to eat Oof. Chester. She lost Al already. She's not losing her new friends, too. Eleanor hurt him so bad. And then she's going to raise her buckler. Oh, oof. Squid, run. Chester, Squid better Chester, run from Chester Eleanor. Chester does sell. Squid, run. <laughs> Eleanor's not fucking around. No, she is not. Jeez. Chester is conflicted. Eleanor says F around and find out. <laughs> Um, I'm satisfied already. I can fail my next several hits. I got 51 damage. All right, that's your turn. It's its turn. It loses the blinded condition. It is also, of course... Oh, it succeeded that. No longer flat-footed. It goes pain. Run. 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 Fight. Eat. Uh, And he's going to bite Eleanor with his... Nimble dodge. Actually, you know what? I take it back. I am going to do the writhing arms on Eleanor. Nimble dodge. Yeah, okay, so... Nimble dodge adds Chester's going to have to shoot him. He's going to put down his best friend. You can let us do it. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to roll these on Foundry here. Oh, no. Do I get my... We we rolled I get it for each one, right? Well, that was specifically for the scimitars. Did I only get it for the first one this time? Yeah, because those were coming down as a pair. This is like slapping with each different... Ah, he'd have missed even if I hadn't used it. This is one action, right? Two actions. No, no, but like this is all four attacks for the same action. Is Asuvu not going to go? Wouldn't She already went. Oh, okay. Wouldn't the nimble dodge apply to all four because they're all the same action? That's a good question. That's why we ro- ruled it with the scimitars, because it was a double well, they slice. Were, they were coming down at the same time. Yes. Like, almost as the same attack. Uh, but this one well, is, like, a bunch of different arms attacking individually. But, like, are they? Because they could all be slapping at the same time, like the scimitars. It's one action. Multiple hits, Which one to be action. Fair, I think I gave you what was lenient, because the trigger for Nimble Dodge is a creature targets you with an attack. I'm making multiple attacks. This is an attack, though. I'm rolling four times. It doesn't. It's still an attack. Does it have. All right, what? guys. Just DM I, says I'll so. take it. I'll take it. Well, it's a miss on the first one anyway. Yeah, well, um, it would have been a miss without the Nimble Dodge. You still have your shield up, so you yes. should be fine. Should be in the operating or word. Might not be. Who knows? Uh, 25. Miss. Uh, and then third attack with the arm is going to be... Ooh, that ooh, one will do it. That'll do it. Uh-oh. 33. It is not a critical, though. So that's going to be 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Uh, and it's going to spend... Uh, it's It's got a hit on you, and the things like kind of start to suck. And I'm going to go ahead and roll my last attack here. Um, start to suck. Fail. Natural one. Okay, mm. so only one attack hit. It's and I am s- not using my reaction to opportunity post because I used it for nimble dodge. Yeah. Uh, it's going to spend its last remaining action since it hits you once to take that sucking tentacle and go and grab you. Uh, uh, you now have the grabbed <sighs> condition, uh, which will make you flat footed. Out there. You can't do to me what I do to you. And immobilized. Okay, that is its turn. Slap, 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 grab. Uh, Chester Williams. Chester's going to devise a stratagem. Golf narrating Chester's turn. Chester's going to devise a stratagem. Mm-hmm. No, you have to clap with two fingers, they told me. My, my buddy golfs. Putt, putt. <gasps> Chester devises a stratagem. I actually don't know if this would hit. Hold on. He looks a bit forlorn. What did you crit on? A 25, uh, 34. 
34. We're metagaming now. Well, I mean, that's, that's that is the, the whole, investigator's whole yeah, thing. Yeah, thing for his character. I know. Don't get loud. I've loud been loud this whole time because I'm upset. I don't want to hurt him. Chester is calculating. Chester devised a strategy. He got a, an eight on the die. That's not very good. It's not very good. It's not very good, no. But he is going to pull out his gun. He's going to pull out? He's going to shoot it with a 23. 23. Yes. Uh, that is going to miss. All right. So it's, that's I, I I strongly suspected it, but... We should remember that it was out. flat-footed when it was critical. Oh, that's true, too. Mm. That's it true, too. It is no too. longer flat-footed. Um, and then Chester's going to reload. Okay. That's your turn. Gone. Uh, here. Oh. Once again, he will say, "Squid, no eat," fruitlessly. Yeah, it doesn't seem to under, understand the difference between friend and food. Psykir, oh. um, the observer. I read your name in the initiative tracker as Psykir, the destroyer. My, my. I cannot tell you why. <laughs> I like seeing it. Calls it Psykir Startes of Clown, Clan, clown? clan Tau, Tau, the Sanct. The, the sanct. <laughs> okay, so if I got here, would my cone go? Uh, hang on. What, can you show yes. me the square again? Square? Isn't that square in the water? It, there fine. is no water. Yeah, this is just a. This map is a, a rough representation. There's no oh, okay. water right there. If I ended up there. Yeah, you could shout without hitting Eleanor. Would it go this one, and then these yes. three? Yes. Yeah, you could exactly do that. how it would do it. That's See, what I just I'd drew like it. You, you can get up there and shout at it angle and miss Eleanor. Oh, shout, please I'm, miss Eleanor. Shout. Let it all out. All right. Nice. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So and that's I'm fortitude gonna, for me? Yes. I'm going to say leave. <laughs> that's the shout? Yes. Leave. Oh, I did pretty good. Uh, 28 on the fortitude save. That should be a regular success, mm-hmm. I think. All right. Seven points of damage. Half is going to be three. That's move and then two action cantrip, right? Yep. Cool. All right, next in the order is going to be Usuvu. Boy, how spicy is Usuvu feeling? Like spicy calamari? Like spicy calamari, dude. Uh, Usuvu is going to move such that it... it, uh, Usu moves. Usu moves moves. such that Eleanor isn't giving the creature cover. Thank you. (laughs) Usuvu moves. Usuvu moves. Usuvu moves. Alright, and then she's going to spend actually, you know what? I reloaded it, but it doesn't matter. Oh. Um, okay, trick attack and then shoot. Come on, Asuvu. Oh! oh. Natty 16! Oh. Hey, baby, that is a hit. Um That's a hit. So she'll hit and uh, do a total of uh, minimum oh. damage, four points of damage. Man. Uh, mm. But she will get piercing or precision damage from the trick attack. Hey. Mm. Oh, not bad. So that will be a total of uh, 11. 11. Seven more from the precision damage. So 11. Oof. That is Asuvu's turn. Move, trick attack, and shoot. Uh, reload will happen next turn with the trick attack, probably. All right. Next in the order is going to be Eleanor. So. Eleanor's options. She can try to escape. Yeah. Can she attack while immobilized and all that? Yeah. You can You can stand and uh, use the technical term. You can stand and bang uh, if you would oh. like, but uh, you wouldn't be able to do your whole uh, That's what, roly-poly thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to attempt to escape. Okay. Would that be... So it's a little 
wibbly wobbly on what you want to do for escape kind of depends on the situation i'm going to say in this instance you can you can attempt an acrobatics or athletics check uh, instead of using your attack modifier if you choose but it still has the attack trait so it will impact your next attack um so normally you would use your unarmed attack modifier mm-hmm. um but you can use acrobatics or athletics if you'd like. I mean, I was going to describe it as something like, you know, an intense acrobatic maneuver, like, you know, something like trying to do a, what's the word I'm looking for? Flip. Gymnastics flip like or a something. cartwheel out of it? Yeah, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. To spin too Backhand fast. Backhand spring. All right, yes. Um, yes, I will attempt to escape. It does have the attack trick. That means I can't. You can attack again. It'll just be with your multiple attack penalty. Roll intimidation to get out. T pose on it. T pose. It means I can't attempt to get panache and do a finisher. Uh, You could. You just wouldn't be able to raise your shield. Uh, No, no. Um, the finisher. Oh, I can't attack after the finisher. I got it. Correct. All right. Oof. Um, that is a twenty. Twenty is not going to beat. I want you to hear a point. No, you already told me the results. Yeah. That's gonna. That's not gonna be its athletics uh, DC, unfortunately. Okay. Well, then I'm just gonna stand and bang. All right. Go ahead and smack. This will be at your uh, second attack penalty. It's like minus four, I think, for you. Yes. Or whatever it is. Whatever the highest is. It, minus it four. does. It does. Beneath mine, it says fifteen, then ten, then five. All right. Okay. That sounds right then. All right. So I'm just gonna try to attack. Natty 18. That is a 33. Oh my goodness, that's a hit. It's not a critical, uh, but that is a hit. Um, attacking is a is a manipulate action, right? No. Am I not allowed to attack? You sure? Well, no, you're allowed to, but if you do something with the manipulate action while grabbed, you have to roll. No, strike doesn't have the manipulate trait. Awesome. Never mind. Okay. If you were drawing a weapon, that would be. Uh, I already had my weapon drawn. Um. So go ahead and roll your damage for your rapier. Okay, great. 2d6 plus 2. Um, 9 damage. Nine oh. points of damage. Alright, it looks like it all goes through. And I have one action left? Yes. You could attack again, but it would be at your lowest bonus. I'm not allowed to raise my shield, am I? You could. I'm gonna sh- raise my buckler. Let me double check that doesn't have the interact or the yeah. manipulate. Yeah, can you check that? Raise a shield. Uh, nope. Just, you do it. Well, then I'm gonna raise my shield. Oh, uh, okay. Sweet. Don't think it's worth attacking at plus five. Yeah, it's pretty tough. You'd have to get really lucky. Um, all right, top of round three. It's going to be its turn. Run. It's going to take Mousetrap and go. It's got to know this is a losing battle. It is an intelligent creature. So I'm trying to figure out here. I have you grabbed. You're going to be grabbed until the end of my turn, my current turn. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to maintain that uh, effectively. Um... Oh, I can I can use an I can spend an action to maintain. Okay, where do you find that? Just so I know. Uh, I'm just reading this in my creature stat block. Ah. Uh, called grab. Uh, Using grab extends the duration of the monster's grab until the end of its next turn for all creatures grabbed by it. Um, so can you grab it while it's grabbed for free, or do you have to attack and hit again? No, basically, I just instead of having to attack and hit again, I just spend my action one action grab. To, to grab, I have to hit with one of my tentacles, uh-huh. right? And then I have to spin an action to grab. Yes. So to keep you grab, I have to spin another action. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm going to spin so an action to keep the grab. Oh, so in 1E, you had to roll again to make sure they stayed. That's interesting. Cool. 
Yeah, but it's also a little bit easier to break out this time. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to spend my second action to I constrict Eleanor. I need you to make me a fortitude mm. save. Ooh, that's some good okay, damage, Okay, this too. time, please don't give me the results immediately. I want to think about it for a sec when I get my result. All right. <laughs> I'm going to use a hero point. I didn't roll good. All right. And I rolled worse. Uh, that's Aww. the risk. Aww. 16. 16 is not going to make it, but you will take 16 points of damage. Um, and then it's going to spend its last action. Uh, you do still have your reactions, by the way. Uh, it's going to spend its last action to strike you. I'm with doing it. I'm it. doing my, my my dodge. Yes. Uh, Nimble dodge, not dodge away. Actually, let me double check the traits on that uh, because you oh, are grabbed. I am grabbed. Uh, Dodges nimbly be while being it bound. It doesn't have it. All it has is the rogue and swashbuckler tricks. Hot dog. Hot dog. You can nimble dodge. I attempt. I do nimble dodge. Okay, so here nice. comes the beak. Wait, wait. Oh. 32. Jesus. Dang. Even nim. Okay, let me put this. With my all my stuff on, I have an AC of 28. That's, uh, dang. that's pretty good. good. I got a 16 on the die, though, so it's pretty high likely for me to hit. Um, but that's good. So uh, that'll be a hit. You're going to take a total of... This thing's got to be above our level. Oh, it might be 21 points of damage. Oh, Jesus. Oh, jeez. Piercing as it bites into you. Mm. Food. Uh, and, no. And okay. I Eleanor's you, hurt. I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh, you're poisoned. Oh. Paralyzed? It better not be paralyzed. 25. That makes it oh. exactly... Oh, my goodness. You... Avoid the poison. Oh. And he says, tasty. Stop. Uh, and that's the end of its turn. Chester, it's your turn. <laughs> Kill this thing. Chester doesn't, doesn't want to. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hit it. Eldor is bleeding. Um, so what do I hit it with is the question. Anything I hit, if bomb-wise, it would also damage Eleanor. Eleanor can't take so much. Well, it'd be no more than about two, two thirds down. Yeah, you wouldn't take more than like two because you would only get the splash. Mm-hmm. I could handle two. I also don't know what this has resistances against. I have no idea. And Jacob also has no idea. That's well, different. Well, you could go That's for new. go for your lightning bomb, flat footify it, and make it easier was, for us to hit. I could. I was thinking my lightning bomb. Mm. Are these your prepared ones or your... I have two options for that, actually. I have bombs, moderate lightning, that are not prepared. Uh, So I will throw a prepared... It it has a really high AC. Lightning bomb. That is 17 plus 15 is... 32. 32. Sorry. Uh, I am going to... Before I do that, because I am far away from it, Chester's going to move up to, like, right there. All right. And then throw the bomb for 32. You say it hits... Yes. Do I so, uh, bother rolling my damage? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead, take two points of splash damage, Eleanor. I will do that. So this is basically 4d6. That's bad. 5, 2, 1, 1. Oof. 9 plus 2 is 11 damage, and it is flat-footed. All right, 11 damage. That's something. And it is now flat-footed. Check it on the sheet. Um, all right, that'll be Chester's turn, right? One, two, Move, three. devise, yes. and throw. Psych uh, here. Woo. Your turn. I'm going to spend all three actions this round revving up. Oh, Kame! All right. That's Which three is actions. what? Radiant Blast? Is it called? 
Interradiance Torrent. Interradiance Torrent. All right, that's your turn. You're going to torrent some Interradiance. Oh, my God. Asuvu is <laughs> going to trick attack, which will let her reload, and then uh, and then she'll make her range attack with the uh, crossbow. Uh, strike. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Natty that's 15. 30. It's flat-footed. It's flat-footed, but it's not a critical not a hit. Critical, yeah. Uh, so it's going to yeah. be... But the flat-footedness is helping. Seven really? piercing from the crossbow. Plus, every little bit helps. Two d six precision. Huh? Uh, it's gonna be twelve total. Nice. Nice. Uh, I swear, if we be... kill this thing before you get to use your spell again, it happens. It does happen. All right. I it's wouldn't be still pressed. up, but yeah. it is. It's very hurt. Uh, okay. Last in the order is going to be Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor is going to roll you know to escape. You okay. know what's going to happen? Yeah. It's going to get hurt enough to run, but because your spell is powered up, you're going to use your spell and it's going to die. If it runs, I will spare it. <laughs> it's cocked in the box. It's cocked. Don't but forget, if it runs, have it spin an action to pick up Mousetrap first. 26. To escape? Yes. All right. Ooh. That will... Hold it's on. not a very good oh. roll. That is exactly what oh! you need to escape. Oh, I needed to escape so badly. All right. You are you free. You should run. I am going to run. Yes. Yeah. Um, get out of there. Stab it and then run. <laughs> or you could run really far. <laughs> I'm gonna stab and run. Okay, so this will be your at your second uh, yes. attack. Just a little bit more damage. Eleanor's gonna either miss or critical. I'm calling it right now. Hmm. Twenty-three. Nope, that's a hit. I was wrong. Oh wow! That's it was it was a middling roll because it's flat-footed. Because it's flat-footed. Check it and see. I love that flat-footed, that's, Jacob. That's hard to do. It's hard to hit 23 only uh, on your second attack. Yeah, flat-footed helps. Yeah. Good oh, damage. Because right, it had the minus five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eleven damage. Eleven damage. Okay, it is and still then up. But boy, she is, is it going bloody. one, two, three, four. No! 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 What? I'm. Yeah, you need to get out of there. <laughs> What did you just have a thought? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I'm going to go four because now I can shoot with my gun from a distance. Okay. Sweet. That's your turn. Top of round four. It is squid. Now it's going to go after Suvu or um, Saikir. And it is bleeding like blue alien blood pretty badly. <laughs> squid, run! <laughs> Please, I don't want to kill you. No, won't kill. No eat, run. Ha, Eleanor wants it dead. <laughs> you should know this. He could be trained to be better. Oh boy. He's uh, gonna have a bad time. Uh, he's gonna go up to Psyche here. No. One action to move. He has reach. Yeah, why would you move? Oh, I don't even need it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Jacob. I, forgot. I know. Ah, but the thing is, I also want to do my B. What? My the beak. beak. Oh. The squid beak. But you know what? It's better if I just use my uh, ability. It'll let me attack four times. Four times. Both and, of them. Yep. All right. So he's going mm-hmm. to wrangle his tentacles. And actually, he doesn't even have to just attack Psykir. But he's going to because Psykir, it looks very tasty. I'm made mostly of metal. I've also done like the least amount of damage to him. It yeah, that makes no sense. It doesn't know what metal is. <laughs> it's stupid. He is very dumb. And he likes shinies. That uh, makes sense. <coughs> oh, natural thank one. Natural one. All right. First attack. We're doing good. They're all the same bonus, though. Uh, Nat six. Twenty-two. That might hit exactly. Hang on. Let me look at my. Don't you have the armor with plus 23. one? Twenty-three. Oh, 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 hot oh, dog. Miss. 
Two right. misses. Come on, come on. That oh. one's gonna hit. All right, this one's gonna hit. Yep. Uh, so Sorry. this is going to be a total of 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Uh, I don't think it affects your spell. If I in remember this game. correctly, you have to make a flat check or you'll lose your spell. I don't think it. I don't think it applies in 2e, Jacob. I think it applies to some spells, but not as a general rule. Okay. So there is this a is concept better. of interrupting an action. So if you were doing something like this where you had three actions and then I was interrupting one of them with something specifically that does that, um, then it would risk losing the spell. Um, taking damage while, sus- while sustained spells active usually doesn't matter. You need to sustain each round, blah, 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 blah. I, I had thought I'd heard read somewhere about damaging a spellcaster in the middle of casting a spell. That's why I was worried because Eleanor was moving away. Um, hey, I don't think so. There is actions that disrupt. I'm not pressed. I don't Do think what this you will. does it. I don't think it does it because there's specific things around this, and usually, if this was a thing that happened all the time, I feel like it would be under the cast a spell activity description. It's not. Uh, so that was one hit. You took 19 points of damage, right? Uh, yep. Last attack here. Shubapa do. 22 is a miss again. All right, oh. so only one hit. Uh, so it did hit you once. It's going to spend one action to grab you. And I don't think that actually pulls it adjacent to you like it did in 1E. Yeah, you just get grabbed. So you're immobilized and flat footed. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to interrupt your spell casting. Okay. Sounds double good. Check. That is weird. Okay, yeah. I thought I'd read separate. All right. Nice. So, fun fact about spell. So, spell components determine how many actions there are, right? Material, mm-hmm. somatic, verbal usually means each one, each one of them indicates an action. Yeah. So, it can be one action up to more than that, even. Um, because what is the components of Interradiance Torrent? Oh, no. You are going to lose it. Uh, for not, not for the hit, for the grapple, maybe. That's what I meant, for the grapple. Uh, material, somatic, and verbal. All right, so what I'm going to say happens is you've already done your first three actions. Mm-hmm. When we get to your turn, if you want to continue casting the re- next three actions, you're going yeah. to have to do the DC5 flat check for grapple. Okay. Uh, because, yeah, it's DC5. Because uh, if you have a um, spell with the material, somatic, or focus uh, traits, yeah. they uh, count as manipulate. Yeah. This is in the cast a spell like description. So, because they have manipulate and you're grabbed, mm-hmm. you'll have to make the flat check. Uh, yeah. That, we'll get to that on your turn. Uh, next in the order is Chester Williams. Go on, Chester Williams. Chester will devise strategy. Oh, jeez. He's not going to hit with that. Hmm. Unfortunately, he's not going to hit with that roll. And Chester knows it. So, he's... What is he going to do? Reload. Reload and shoot. Keep reloading. Well, I can't shoot. I won't hit him. Reload multiple times. Can you not? <laughs> oh my god! Can you not attack? Period. When you do that, or if can he you, devises if I a strategy, I have to use that six on my die. I see. Yes. So you're not shoot allowed Eleanor. to pick something else. You could. I could shoot somebody else and roll randomly, but there's only one oh, enemy okay. here. Okay. Okay. I yeah, got shoot you. Eleanor. You could no, just please run don't up to shoot it Eleanor. and grab it. Stop! What are you doing? <laughs> I'm but no, that's dumb. Uh, that'd be not silly. That dumb. Yeah. You could attempt um, a diplomacy check or an intimidate with the six. <laughs> no, yeah. not with that. He has to use that if he attacks this creature. But you could do something that's not attacking. I mean, you're right. And I feel like it's so close to dying. I don't want to waste any buffing things. Just hold. Just yeah. Just Cry. hold your turn. 
Uh, Chester's... Cry because you're going to lose your friend. Chester's going to fall to his knees. He goes, Squid, why didn't you run? Uh, three actions. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> next in the order is going to be Psyche here. I need you to make a flat <laughs> check. Come right. on, Psyche. Oh. 14. Oh, uh, you're good. You continue casting your spell. You get all three actions. And that's a total of six for Inner Radiance Torrent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I know what you're going to do. Uh, yeah. Blast the mess out of it. What save do I make? Uh, basic reflex, yes. DC 22. Oh, geez. 22, you say? Mm-hmm. Got good odds. Uh, 30. Okay, so just regular success. Mm-hmm. 18 on the die. Uh, roll your damage. Oh, jeez. Look at all those D4s. So that is... Oh. 22 halved is 11. Mm-hmm. No. I'm going to get close here real quick. He has two hit points left. No. <laughs> oh, you boy. Didn't you run? Fire your laser, and you just... <laughs> through its eye, and it just kind of <laughs> falls I want, limply. I want to not do that. Oh? I want to knock it out. I don't oh. know if you could do that with a spell. I mean, yes, I went over it, but does it have to die instantly? I, did you, you just you kill it. It's not a. If this was an NPC like humanoid, I, I'd say maybe. But this is a monster. It's okay. Also, you spent six actions charging up on him, and he's right in your face. It's a, it attacked us. It's not gonna stop eating us. He was going to try and eat you guys. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. I know. It if, was if ignorance. It were a, um, if it were a weapon, you could. Uh, non-lethal it, but it's a spell. So unfortunately, no. maybe not as gruesomely, but dare. you zap this guy. You do it How mercilessly. How dare you make this being so charming? Excuse. I didn't do it. How dare you make me fall in love? Scott D. Young did. Was Scott there? D. Young curse you. Okay, once it started eating Chester, Kat and Eleanor are ready to go. Here's hoping that the next book is scot-free, bitch. You are... <laughs> You are Scott, I liked your book up until this point. Yeah, you, you fucked up, Scott. You are now out of combat, and that's where we're going to pick up in our next episode. We survived. <laughs> Curse you, Scott. <sighs> Curse you, Scott. Scott. Scott, my beloved. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. And we are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com forward slash Michael Gelfie. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.